my name is Victoria Moore Blakeney of Public Energy Performing Arts, Performance Curator and Associate Director here. And with me is my producer, Eva Fisher. And we're very excited because today I will be speaking with Roshanak Jaberi of Jaberi Dance Theatre. And Roshanak's new work, No Woman's Land, will be premiering in Peterborough on March 9th and continuing to the 10th. And it's the world premiere of this new work. No Woman's Land is an evocative new work that explores real stories of women in refugee camps, conceived and directed by Roshanak Jaberi and created with a powerhouse artistic team and an ensemble of six performers. This interdisciplinary production integrates dance, theater, and multimedia, taking audiences on a journey that reveals the plight and resistance of refugee women. Welcome. Thank you, Victoria. It's so wonderful to be speaking with you today, and we're so excited to have you uh, in Peterborough so shortly. Yeah, I'm really excited to be there with my team. Um, excited to share the work finally with uh, with the community there in Peterborough. So I'd love to start by asking you, what inspired you to create No Woman's Land? Well, my journey with uh, No Woman's Land has been a long one. My work sort of leading up to this project has focused on violence against women. Um, I started with a project in 2010 around issues of uh, Iranian political prisoners, in particular uh, female experiences in prison. And uh, just my research continued from that project onwards, and eventually I started investigating other forms of violence against women, um, one of which included violence against women in refugee camps. And so also with my own experiences of being a refugee around 30, over 30 years ago, uh, it started to sort of, you know, interest me a little bit more and to look further and dig deeper in the issue that's also very uh, relevant at this point with all the media coverage that we're flooded with. So that, that was sort of the inspiration behind starting the work. Absolutely. And the process of building the performance itself, you have so many um, artistic components that are going into this work. Can you tell us about how the process of building the piece began and what it's been like so far? Well, the project has been a three-year process, and uh, the first, I would say, year to year and a half was really heavily focused on research. So, for example, with my own uh, experiences of being a refugee, when I first came to Canada with my family, every journey is different, and my family didn't experience camp life. So, uh, in order to really be able to do justice to the stories, I wanted to learn more, Mm -hmm. more about the women, learn more about their journeys. And so I connected with uh, research advisors and experts who do this work on a daily basis, and it's their expertise to sort of help guide my research. And so for the first year to year and a half, I did a lot of research, which included, um, part of which included community focus groups with Syrian, Tamil, and Somali groups. Mm -hmm. And I also did additional supplementary um, sort of research, and those interviews were then transcribed and given to me. Mm-hmm. And so the process after that was to translate all this research to my performers and start to have sort of explorations with the material. And so the first year and a half was really uh, sharing my research uh, with my team and then also making a lot of room for discussions and questions and a conversation around the content. Also because not everyone on my creative team and my cast has direct experience with um, uh, the refugee stories. And so mm-hmm. 
part of the process was translating this information and deepening all of our uh, knowledge about the experiences of refugee women. So that was sort of the focus uh, of the beginning of the project. And then um, after that, it really became about how do, how do we translate everything artistically? Yeah. And that's sort of, you know, what's been the journey in the last uh, year in particular. And quite a journey, and, and like you said, a, a multi-year process, because doing that level of, of research takes a great deal of, of time and of, of care. What was that like for you, the dance artists you're working with and your, your creative collaborators to be interacting so closely with, with these stories? I know that some in your process, some verbatim text is used from interviews and that sort of thing. It must have been quite a, an emotional and intense experience for the performers. It was, and it, it continues to be that way. And I think, um, you know, one of the things that really anchored us in this process was always returning to the stories of the women and the interviews um, who uh, continue to sort of remain at the heart of the this project. And, you know, as I mentioned, some some uh, of the cast members have direct experience with the with some of the content and some absolutely have no connection, not only to the experiences that we're exploring, but also in doing this type of work, doing political mm-hmm. art. And so, mm-hmm. you know, one of my desires was to have a very diverse cast uh, in many ways, and uh, which is really wonderful and beautiful and adds so much depth to the work. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also poses its own challenges in trying to find common ground and common understanding with the content we're exploring. And, and so we really, you know, made a lot of effort to make space in rehearsal, to have those discussions and those conversations and to answer people's questions and create a safe space for, you know, some people who did, you know, start the content started to trigger their own memories and their own stories. And mm-hmm. uh, so it was a lot of time making space for the performers to really sink into the material. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the process, sort of checking in and also with each other, but also with my collaborators, their research advisors to, um, to sort of, just sort of look back and see if we're still on the right track or new questions would arise as we continue exploring things artistically. So it's been a lot of checking in with each other, checking in with the the larger project and also the women who participated in the focus groups at the beginning Mm -hmm. uh, to sort of, you know, continue building and developing the work. Yeah, it sounds like a very powerful process and very exciting work. I I have to ask also about your your other creative collaborators, so not just the, the performers and the dance artists you're working with, but tell me about some of the other collaborators, sound, video. It's a really dynamic and robust creative team that you're working with. I have to say I've been very lucky. I put a lot of thought in assembling this team together, and that time uh, really paid off because Mm -hmm. not only does the team, both the performers and the creative team, have such a beautiful dynamic and such a great support system and collaboration going on, but I've also, we've all learned so much from each other. And so I'm working with Karen Kasia, who has been in the role of artistic advisor and choreographic mentor, and she's been with the process from the very first day. Mm-hmm. So it's been really exciting to sort of share this journey with her. And then the other collaborators include Sohail Parsa, who's been a dramaturg, and Jerome de la Pierre, who's a visual designer mm-hmm. and sonographer from Montreal, and he's uh, joined the process a little bit later. Uh, 
and also Thomas Ryder Payne, who's doing sound design and original composition. Mm-hmm. Cheryl Lalonde, who's doing uh, costume design. There's been uh, a lot of people who've left an imprint on this work. Yeah, very exciting. And it'll be exciting in uh, the week in residence in Peterborough to, to, to bring all those elements together. What are some of your goals for, for the week leading up to the performance? Well, um, I mean, one of the things I wanted to do with this project was to really challenge myself artistically as well. Mm -hmm. And so with every new project, the goal is to try something different and Mm -hmm. to push uh, my own boundaries and and get get out of my comfort zone. And and I feel like with this project, I really did that because there were a lot of surprises and a lot of challenges and and, uh, really rewarding moments as well. Mm -hmm. I wanted to work with multiple forms of art and so uh, you know being a dancer and my primary form of expression is movement Mm -hmm. but I was really interested in interdisciplinary work and Mm -hmm. my goal was to make a show that was fully integrated versus um, sort of uh, having a dance show that had sort of uh, additional elements to augment the work but to use the different forms in a way that um we're almost equal in building the narrative of the show. Mm-hmm. And so uh, in terms of working uh, towards the residency, that's really an opportunity for us to see all these pieces come together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've worked with many of the different elements throughout the creation and development process. And, and I think the residency is when it's all going to come together and we see all the pieces work collaboratively to um, to sort of share this narrative. It's very exciting. And what do you hope audiences take away from the work? I know that's a difficult question to ask, but if do you have a sense of what what your what your hope is that people walk out of the space with? Well, you know, every I think it's really it is a hard question because everybody is going to have a different visceral reaction mm-hmm. to what they see. Um, also, just seeing the work from different um, lenses or different vantage points is going to impact the experience you have. But um, I think really my desire, though, is that there's more understanding about the plight of refugee women in particular um, and a little bit more empathy to the journey that they've been through before they arrived countries like Canada to take asylum. Mm -hmm. I think one of the surprising things in my research has been there's this misconception that, you know, many refugees want to come to Canada or Europe or other countries Mm -hmm. when, in fact, the truth is, or one of the things I learned is many of them just want to return home. Mm -hmm. Many of them don't necessarily want to be here, but they're forced to be here. They're forced to flee their homes because of conflict. Mm-hmm. And um, and a lot of times the, the conflict of war and other situations that has forced them to um, to be displaced is is you know with it's not within their control. It's something that uh, is a systematic issue, and and unfortunately the result is that they've had to flee and find safety for their families. And so that's you know that's something that I hope that is conveyed through the show that. You know, these people had lives before coming to countries like Canada. They had full lives Mm -hmm. that they were living, and uh, many of them dream of returning to those lives. 
Yeah. And um, and then really just the strength and the courage of the women. That's been just really incredible to to witness and to hear the stories. And hopefully my desire is that I can convey even part of that through the work. It's very inspiring. And we're so, so excited for the work to come here. And Roshanika, I want to say thank you so much for joining us today and for speaking to us about No Woman's Land. Thank you. Thank you so much. While Jaberi Dance Theatre is here in Peterborough, Nagojuwanong, they'll be taking part in several public events. One is an open rehearsal of No Woman's Land on Tuesday, March 5th from 2 p.m. to 2.45 p.m. at Nojem First People's Performance Space at Trent University. An artist talk with Rashanak Jaberi about the creation of No Woman's Land on March 6th at 7 p.m. at Banyani Hall, Trail College and a panel and potluck celebration on Friday, March 8th for International Women's Day will be taking place from 5 to 8.30 p.m. and Roshanak Jabari will be one of several esteemed panelists. So we look forward to seeing you at all of these events. Curator's Corner is a production of Public Energy Performing Arts. Public Energy is Executive Director Bill Kimball, Performance Curator and Associate Director Victoria Moore-Blakeney, Administrator and Marketing Director Eva Fisher, that's me, Bookkeeper Susan Newman, and Guest Curator and Arts and Community Consultant Patty Shaughnessy. We would like to thank Rob Fortin, who composed and performed our theme music, which is also performed by Susan Newman and M. Glasspool. Thanks also to the Ontario Arts Council, the Department of Canadian Heritage, the City of Peterborough, and the Canada Council for the Arts. 